Hey everybody, what's going on? It's Monday. I was like, that was enthusiastic, wasn't it? I didn't, I didn't mean the way I said it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't even mean to do that. Yeah, that's the way it should sound, though. That's the way it should sound. <laughs> oh, I did, it, I did it right this time? You did it right, yeah. It should be upbeat, upbeat. There you go. Yeah! That's why, some, that's why sometimes you, see, you say some shit and I just laugh and I go, what kind of intro is that, man? It's fucking funny. Dull downbeat. Oh, here we go. <laughs> We're here. Well, you know. Yeah, no. Upbeat, man. I like that one. You yeah, like yeah, this. She, 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 she can't control herself. I got Night Panther on. <laughs> it's some funny shit. Yeah. I go down to the dollar store. And I says, I'm going to get some of that Irish Spring. I need some fucking soap. I get there, and right above there was some of that the old, old spice. spice. I'm plugging Old Spice now. Yeah. And I see they had all this shower soap. One of them was called Bear or something or other. You know what I mean? Then <laughs> I was like, okay, it's gay. All right. And then like a Night Panther. And I says, man, that's like something fucking Toby would buy. That's my leather daddy friend, you know? So I buy the shit and put it on. And sure enough, it smells just like him. It does, yeah. Yeah. He's wearing that Night Panther. Isn't that funny? It smells good. He though. came in and he told me that he's like, I bought this Old Spice and it's called Night Panther. And yeah, I'm she like, are laughing. you fucking kidding me? Night that is Panther. awesome. <laughs> yeah. I said, so Tom's a nice Just panther now. Dripping with Rare. testosterone. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> smells good, though. It smells good. I like it. It does, actually. Yeah. But uh, anyway, <laughs> this flick here, I suggested this one. You did, yeah. Jenny's never seen it. You had seen it before. I had a long seen time. it when I was a little kid. Yeah. It was on television. It, it scared me. I this remember is, how old it was. was a little freaky. I might have been about seven or eight or something when I saw it. And I don't think I saw the whole thing. I saw the scene where the, the where, where the giants kill the woman and take the baby. Yeah, that's like the at the very beginning. Yeah, and I remember the scene where they strapped the fucking little dinosaurs onto the dudes and they started had to fight each other with yeah, the that, combat animals on. That was crazy. Yeah, it's crazy <laughs> shit. This is a French animated science fiction movie that's not for kids. It's weird, but it's very imaginative. It is. I probably this is yeah. one of the most, if not the most, imaginative animated film that I've yeah. ever seen. There's yeah. some crazy shit in here. It's happening on another planet. Yeah. They tell the name of it. I can't remember it. Egam. Egam. Egam yeah. or Egam. Or, yeah. I can't remember how they pronounce it. It's all it. in French. It's got subtitles. There's a dubbed version too, but I can't yeah. stand watching dubbed shit. Yeah. Even though it's you know. Although animated, it's, it's not animated quite as bad. Matter. But. Right. And um, it's happening on another on an alien planet. It has all kinds of fucking weird monsters and shit on it. It's drawn psychedelic as hell. You know, it's like it's real hot, like like you're high when you're watching it. And the aliens are probably I don't know, maybe about six seven stories tall compared to human. Yeah, they're gigantic. And they look like bluish kind of creature from the Black Lagoon looking things, and they can speak, and they have weird technology that we don't have, and weird spirituality, and they keep humans as pets. They got they, they have a, a multi planetary empire, and um, you find out that they found humans on a destroyed planet, and, and uh, they took them with them as pets, and some of them got out and became wild. They were feral, living out in their in their wilderness, which is it's a bizarre place. So um, that's kind of how the story starts. There are pet humans and wild humans. And, you know... Little and they're alien, little bitty. They're, yeah, you're like this big. Compared they're the size of an action figure compared to them. And, um... I don't know. I probably guess I'll leave it at that. Jen can go, go into it more, probably. It's just a bunch of weird shit happens. Uh, that 
the the one of the pets pet humans ends up getting an education by picking up lessons for from his owner this little girl who owned him which well, is huge though and he was picking up her lessons that she was getting telepathically implanted into her mind through this damn headband and when he ran he took the headband with him and he let all the let everybody else get lessons from it so they got intelligent enough to learn how to damn build rockets and shit and go eventually and uh they were able to escape the planet they made the they made the, the aliens eventually made peace with them and they built an artificial satellite a moon that the humans could live for on for them to live on yeah yeah that's that's and in the end of the movie kind of happens quickly yeah it's a test that's, that's really my only criticism yeah. is the end is very abrupt this is yeah. not a long movie it's only 72 minutes so it's like an hour and 12 minutes and i feel like um it could have been like the ending the third act could have been expanded some yeah. Because it does kind of like, and I and I watched a couple other people's reviews of it, and pretty much that's the only criticism that they had was just kind of like, oh, and they're all friends now. At the end, you know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, it's yeah, just it is a little bit like that. There could have been a whole another movie. Yeah, I mean the the they should have left it and said it to be continued in the second movie, right? Because they had a good place to end it. They should have tried to make two movies out of it. Yeah, th- make it longer. Um, yeah, I really do kind of feel, because the lore in this is, like, so rich that you could really, like, expand out on it, and it's kind of a shame that it's, like, it's just this short of a movie. It must have been from a book. It was, yeah. Yeah, Um, the book came out in the 50s, I want to say. I think it was 1957. Um, and the book was called, um, Ohms and Siri. Okay. Meaning, ohms are the name of the humans on the planet. That's what the, it's the aliens call them, ohms. Yeah. Which, like, that said, the French word, ohm, that's man. Man, yeah. So that's uh, where that came from. But yeah, so yeah, it came from the book. It was directed by um, a guy named Rene Lalou. He was also the co-writer on it. Now here's what's interesting. The other co-writer was named Roland Topor. Is that how you pronounce his last name? I'm not sure. But he was a big... He, Him and um, Alejandro Jodorowsky, they did this whole like surrealist art movement, the panic movement, like in the 1960s. They were trying to make surrealism like dangerous again i guess so you know i'll you know every, most people know who yadorowski is and he makes those crazy fucking movies but um also the co-writer on this was the guy that wrote the novel that roman polanski's the tenant was based on which is crazy and also he played renfield in Werner herzog's nosferatu so yeah so he's kind of a big deal so this movie came out in 1973 Fun fact, it was the first animated film that the MPAA gave a PG rating to. Because there's, it's not, um, well, there's titties in it, but not like, it's not like heavy metal where it's just kind of like, you know what I mean? It's not that graphic. Um, but there is, uh, genocide. So, there's, there's that. But there's also titties. Yeah, it's kind of a, <laughs> I would say the themes of the movie, are, or probably the book too, I haven't read the book, but is, uh human rights and animal rights yeah probably what it's about and any kind of i guess it's it's interesting because the the metaphors behind it are kind of i mean they're very obvious but you could apply them to a lot of different things it's pretty much any kind of anti-totalitarian um you know thing or i took it as like yeah, yeah any kind of animal rights thing because they're putting the humans in the in the shoes of like somebody being kept as a pet yeah. And like so it's kind of making you think about how we treat animals and stuff, but it could also apply to 
he, like some humans thinking they're superior and treating other humans like yeah. a lower life form. Yeah. The aliens uh, weren't sure that humans were intelligent. Because the, the, the wild ones that were out there in the wilderness, they didn't seem intelligent. They were uneducated. And then the ones that were pets, they had them dressed up in goofy outfits and making them perform little tricks. And they really couldn't develop that way either. I don't even think they could talk. You know, they couldn't talk, the pet ones. <clears throat> now, there were some of the aliens thought that maybe it was a bad idea to try to wipe out the humans and which it, it all kind of comes around that yeah because um, someone said hey you know there were some ruins on the planet we got these humans from there were signs of organization yeah and later on they're going like yeah and we broke into one of their nests and they had all the supplies that they stole from us all arranged in there as in order of their contents how could they have known because the stuff wasn't opened and it, was, it really what it was because they could read. Well, the no, only could, only Tear could read. He could read, yeah. yeah. But later on, they all started to be able to read. Now yeah, they, he taught they, all of them. Taught them all how to read. So he like stole their knowledge. So it was kind yeah. of it, it was almost there's kind of a thing about Prometheus stealing fire from the gods kind yeah. of shit too. So like I said, you can you can read this in a lot of it was ways. a very similar theme to that L. Ron Hubbard one with the fucking what was the name of that one that had uh, the L. Ron Hubbard fucking movie. What the the one that's all Dutch angles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was the name of that one? Where the fuck? Shit, it just went right out of my head. Yeah, you just blindsided me, until I can't really remember. Something Earth. Battle Battlefield Battlefield, ba Battlefield, Battlefield Earth. Earth, I think. Yeah, Battlefield Earth. Yeah, in that one, the uh, the human main character who looks just like fucking David Miscavige, the CEO of fucking Scientology, he uh, ends up. <clears throat> The guy who kind of owns him, who's played by fucking an alien, uh, he's this alien, he's played by a fucking, who's the dude from Saturday Night Fever? Uh, John Travolta. John Travolta, yeah. John Travolta's dressed up in this fucking goofy outfit, and he sticks him in this knowledge chair, and these rays go into his lights, these rays, go, uh, rays of light go into his eyes, and they educate him, and over time he learns to speak the language of the of the of the, uh, of the aliens, and then later on ends up because he was uncivilized too, all right, and he learns everything about human technology, and then they wage a war against the aliens, or the, the, they were called the Cyclos. Yeah, similar story. Uh, one captive human steals a knowledge from the aliens, and they get technology that they need to free themselves. That's a very similar story. Yeah, I mean, the story in this is, like, pretty simple. Um, and it's, you know, been done before. But I think the interesting thing about this, like I said, is the animation style is kind of fascinating. Yeah. It reminds me of... It's kind of like the animation that was in um, Monty Python's Flying Circus. Yeah. That, yeah. Cu that cutout yeah. kind of look. Pretty two-dimensional. It looks kind of like that. I think yeah. some of it was actually done with cutouts, like, cutouts being moved around. Moving. And the uh, the voiceover is good. The music's really good. Yeah, almost, one almost one, like proto industrial. One thing I didn't realize, yeah. I was watching this one guy. This one guy had like a hip hop channel, um, but he said, "Yeah, I'm talking about a movie." And he talked about this movie because he said this the music in this movie has been sampled in a shit ton of okay. hip hop records, okay. which you wouldn't think that necessarily. But he's like, "Yeah," and he like listed all of these hip hop records that hmm. had sampled the music because the music in this is real weird it's got like a weird like avant-garde jazz kind of feel to it and then there's like all these like weird 
freaky noises and yeah. like electronic kind of noises and stuff. It's a very strange. If the book came out in the fifties, with the themes of this book, I guarantee you L. Ron Hubbard read this and ripped it off to make Battlefield Earth. When did when did Battlefield Earth come out? The book, I mean, sixties, I think. Oh, did it? Okay, I think so. He maybe he did rip it off. I'm sure he ripped this off because <laughs> I was watching. That it, like and that's the same out of Battlefield Earth. Yeah, and um, it would not surprise me. L. Ron Hubbard was he'd rip shit off. He's you know he'd rip shit off. He wasn't that good of a writer. Yeah, but he had a whole. I think he got the idea from this. It's possible, sure. Um, like I said, the movie didn't come out until '73, but the book came out in '57. Yeah, well, and he loved '50s sci-fi. He was reading it. And well, the book that was in French, so I'm not really sure uh, right, if there English was an English translation. Sure, maybe I'm sure there was. If the, if it was a famous enough to have a movie made well, about Planet it. Planet of the Apes was in French. That's true. And I read the English version. Of yeah, Planet, I did Planet too. Planet of the Apes, a long time which ago, which is nothing like the movies. Nothing. No, it's completely different. Yeah, it was still pretty good though. Yeah, it's good, but it's not it's not anything like the movie. But the movie's good too. They just did something different with it. But so I don't really know like how similar this is to the book. But yeah, I don't think we said but like the big alien people, yeah. They're called drogs or or, or trogs. Trogs, yeah. Um I think the cuz we watched it like I said in French with English subtitles, yeah. and I think they spelled it with a d. Yeah. Um but I think I've seen it spelled with a t also. Okay. But, um, but yeah, so there's these big, they seem to have, so they live on this planet, which I assume is their home planet, and they don't, they're very, like, high-minded and philosophical, and they're real into, like, meditation and stuff. Like, they go, like, there's this one great scene, and I think that it's even been gift a bunch of times, is where the four of them, there's four of them, and they're, like, sitting next to each other. And then they start doing their meditation thing, and then they're like their bodies start like all melding together and stuff, and it's like all psychedelic and shit. So, yeah, so it's a little bit freaky. And so they have a thing where they, I guess literally or metaphorically, like they when they meditate, they go into these balls. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then the balls are like floating around, and then you don't find out until later like where the balls are actually going. Yeah, you find out they had that the, the trogs had a one deadly weakness that they were able to exploit motherfuckers had cyber sex yeah they they were getting into these damn spirit balls and landing on these big big statues headless statues of humans i don't know why humans and having sex with each other the aliens are having sex with the with other people with other aliens on other planets yeah so that was a good time good time to attack them when they were having sex yeah virtual sex it's yeah, a wild so, fuck. It's a wild. Like shit. I said, this is very imaginative. Very and the, imaginative. And the thing about it, it's not even just that stuff, but it's just when, um, when they're just like walking around the planet, um, just like all the crazy like creatures and plants. It seems like there's a lot of like animal plant crossover. It seems like there's kind of like plants on the horizon or whatever, but then it turns out they're like alive. Animals. And like yeah, so there's just like the weird fucking shit that happens but the thing about it is that so in english it's called fantastic planet i'm not really sure why because in french it's actually called um le planet sauvage which actually means the wild planet yeah um so i don't know why they wouldn't call it that but the thing about it is that when they're talking about the fantastic planet or the wild planet they don't mean the planet that the aliens are on they mean the planet that the that the ohms eventually move to that okay. was like their they're Eden, I guess. Right. Like that's. I think they. I wish they would have gone a little bit more into that because, like I said, the 
ending is so abrupt and I feel like they could have really expanded that third act out like to get more into you know the peace treaty and everything like that because it just seemed like it happened like real quick it's a good animated sci-fi flick it's weird it's very weird very original the stuff that it comes up with now it isn't as interesting as it was pretty interesting but I I liked Watership Down better as yeah. far as and that's another one you know from around this time um, some of the stuff from like you know Fire and Ice you know I kind of prefer that but this was still a weird flick it's it was, out it, there it, it was out there it was good you don't want to see this on acid it'd probably you might you, you might not want to it, but the fuck th- yeah because weird disturbing shit happens in it we haven't really I don't want to steal the movie's thunder but there's a lot of these little brick cut scenes in between major scenes of these weird animals eating each other under fucking weird circumstances and just crazy shit happens in it and uh the humans have the the wild humans have uh they're kind of like cavemen at first cavemen and they kind of become like pirates and then eventually they get high tech they're building rockets they have shrink rays and shit that they stole from the from the aliens they went into an old deserted alien factory where they were building rock rockets and they figured out how everything they figured works. out how everything worked and then they uh they found some alien technology that allowed them to shrink things down real small to their size and i was like man what they ought to do is they ought to shrink all them aliens down to their size and whip that ass and then, and then whip their ass just do that you know? been, yeah because yeah. if you have a shrink ray i mean it's like but you and then you'd be like Pow. you know that'll reverse the shrink ray so you make yourself as big as the aliens yeah and then again then kick them then ass. take them on yeah I mean, yeah, that's probably that, yeah. That's what Thomas saying. He's like, why don't yeah. they? Why don't they just like make the alien smaller instead of like yeah. going through all the trouble of like? Yeah. Maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe it doesn't work like that. Yeah. Maybe it doesn't work on organic materials. I don't really. Yeah, know. and the, the rockets were flying cock and balls actually. They, yeah, they, they were. They yeah. balls with bumps. And you are not the only person to have noticed that. They noticed that too. Yeah. A lot, yeah. So, Very like several, looking. Well, there's a lot of. Um, this isn't like a dirty movie or anything, um, but there is a lot of phallic and vaginal imagery yeah. in it like with the plants and animals and stuff yeah. like that like not super super obvious but there is a lot of that like in the art style yeah. but um but yeah i was gonna say i mean the opening scene of this which was the main thing that you remembered from you seeing yeah. it a long time ago um is really good because at the beginning you're not entirely sure it just looks like a regular human woman with one tit hanging out yeah. like holding a baby like running and she's obviously like oh shit like something's chasing her so she's just like running through what appears to be a sort of normal looking forest but then she starts running up this hill and this gigantic blue hand like comes down and like pushes flicks her. and like pushes her like yeah. down the mountain and she keeps trying to get up and get around it and then like keeps flicking her down the thing and then finally she kind of like you know the baby kind of falls out of her hand and then one of the hands like picks her up and drops her, and yeah. drops her and she dies because it's yeah. like a long way yeah. And then you f- and then they pull back and you found out that it's these drugs. They're kids. They're yeah. like they're drug children and they're just yeah. playing. Yeah. Like kids would play with bugs. Yep. You know what I mean? It's like, "Oh, she's not moving anymore. We can't play with her." Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they're just like, "Oh, I'm going to just going to take this tiny <laughs> this tiny little baby." Yeah. And it's like one of them, the girl that takes him is named Tiwa, Tiva, Tiwa, I think her yeah, name was. Yeah, she wasn't with that group though, remember? Yeah, they yeah. They walked off leaving the baby there and the dead mama. Yeah. And Tiwa and her dad and her walk dad, up, yeah, walk up and she goes, "Look, look at that!" You know, she goes, "It's a dead human. It's a dead home." And they're yeah. like, "Look at this baby." He goes, "Yeah, you should take the baby." You know, well, you know, they make good pets. That type of deal. And that that's how it kind of begins. 
Turns out he grows up to be the main character, the one that... Yeah, Terra. Yeah, Terra. Yeah, kind of like Terra or Earth. Yeah. Because yeah. they end up naming the planet, like, after yeah. they get their own planet at the end, they end yeah. up naming it after him. Because this kind of happens over his whole lifetime. Mm-hmm. They do tell you that, you know, the humans have, like, a regular human lifespan, but, like, the aliens, the drugs, they have... They live a long time. They live, like, a super long time, and they yeah. don't reproduce as much. So that's kind of another thing where the dro- where the drugs are always kind of saying, oh, these humans, they're, like, a pestilence, because they, yeah. they reproduce so much. And it's, like periodically they have to do like a deomization yeah where they basically like go out with them yeah yeah um and it looked kind of like that was actually pretty horrific like they go out with these little machines that kind of look like evil roombas or something yeah that had all these little pipes at the top and like it would go through the woods and then like all of these pellets like poison pellets like pop out of the thing and it's just like then it gasses them and they all just like fucking keel over dead yeah and then they come out with a bunch of little ohms, little humans with gas masks, and they're using them as trackers to track down the... Yeah, like on leashes and stuff. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. Yeah. It's pretty fucked up. It's kind of like, uh, I guess you could say that the humans are on par with like maybe like mice. Would be. Yeah. They're considered to be kind of like a, a... You can make it a pet, but it's also a pest. Yeah, they're yeah, yeah they're treating them like yeah like rats or, like ver- a, or vermin or like bugs mouse, or yeah. something like that. Mouse and ra- rats or rabbits, something like that. Yeah, that's exactly what they're treating them like, and it's like yeah, so people do keep them as pets, so yeah, like mice or something. Yeah. But um, the funny thing about it is that Tear, who's the main character, that gets taken in as a baby, and this kind of like I said happens over his whole lifetime. So he eventually he has they put a collar on him that. She has, like, a thing on her wrist, like a watch, and it can control the collar from, like, like wirelessly. So it can yeah. drag him around, like, wherever she, she's just, like, voop, like, so he doesn't run off. And um, I guess it's kind of a thing that everybody, like, all the drug children that keep ohms as pets, they put them in, like, these ridiculous-looking costumes that kind of look like old-timey circus costumes, sort of. Like, the one that, the one that he wears, it's kind of like this unitard thing and then he has like tights and these ridiculous shoes that have these big long like almost like clown shoes but like not and then he's got like this thing on his head where it's like it's like this little cap and it has these little things sticking out with like poofs on the side and it looks that's when he runs away like he's wearing that so like all the wild humans like laugh at him because he looks ridiculous but that's kind of it and it seems like a lot of the um a lot of the toys and a lot of the sets and things like that that they let the little baby ohms play in are like circusy because they're making them pro- perform for them. So that's kind of why I got like the whole animal rights thing. It's like you know people making you know elephants and stuff like that like perform in circuses, and I think that that's kind of what they're talking about. And the thing about it is that even though Tear is you know his owner quote unquote is Tiwa, who's this girl who seems nice and she loves she thinks she loves him and she doesn't want him to get hurt like you know that's her pet and everything like that but she does kind of like lose interest in him after a while like after she gets older and like she goes off on the meditation thing and all that other stuff so she kind of like loses interest and that's when he decides he's gonna escape because it turns out that she you know the headset that she has is giving her all the information that she needs like it just goes right into their brains there's some kind of, they explain that there's some kind of glitch in Tear's collar that allows him to hear the shit too. So it also goes into his brain. So when he escapes, 
he's he takes that with him and he, so he's the one that like takes knowledge to the wild ones and then they decide they're gonna and th there's actually two factions of the wild humans there's the ones that live in the tree and the ones that live in the bush and um and then they and so so when Terra first gets there they don't really believe that he knows how to speak the drug language and all this other kind of stuff so there's like a lot of distrust there and then isn't there a weird thing too where like the ohms don't they like go don't they go up this hill and like take something from the wizard or whatever and then they start to glow yeah and then they all go off and fuck yeah yeah two by two that was, <laughs> they never really did explain they it. never explained what was going on there yeah i mean i'm pretty sure that that's what's going yeah. on but no no that's what they were doing uh -huh. but i don't understand the glowing part it was something he was throwing down on them yeah, I did, yeah, I was like, why why glowing? I don't I know, all the women took their clothes off, and then they got, got up on this Yeah, the dudes stage, didn't, though. <laughs> they, they sprinkled, they, they threw something on them from above, or dripped something on them, they started glowing. Yeah. And then they ran out in the woods, and all the dudes chased them. And they paired up. Yeah, and like ran off, and they didn't show them fucking or anything mm -hmm. like that, but it's just... No, they just know that's what was going on. That's there. what was going that's on. That's how they were uh, re reproducing. Reproducing, I guess it was, I don't know, Viagra. <laughs> that's kind of what Viagra we or something. <laughs> That's what we said when we were watching. Yeah, it's like, oh, he's giving, he's giving them all Viagra. Because yeah. they all got it, but I was like, how come only the women had to get naked? The dudes didn't get naked. To, to, to visually stimulate them. <laughs> bring, to bring that shit on. They didn't seem to have families. No. They just got they didn't pregnant. Really, yeah, they didn't really seem to. Yeah. Because they were like humans, obviously, but they weren't. No, they were, they were feral. Yeah. They weren't like, they didn't have like recognizable kind mm -hmm. of human societies. Mm -hmm. really like. They were too you know primitive. I mean? Yeah, so it was that kind of whole thing. But yeah, so he brought the thing there and kind of taught him. And eventually, like over years and years, they learned how to use all the drug technology and found all this abandoned stuff and were able to get their own planet. Like I said, the only thing that <clears throat> I would have liked better, I would <clears throat> like this to be longer. Like I said, it's only 72 minutes. Yeah. So I feel like they should have gone to 90 minutes and fleshed out the third the act yeah because it just it's very abrupt it's almost like, the like they ran out of money and they couldn't complete it yeah somebody like another reviewer i said said it's kind of seemed like that too yeah but you know i don't know if that's the case it should have been about 90 minutes and they would have cleared up how the piece was made and the construction of the damn artificial planet that the aliens put them on that basically the aliens uh gave them reparations yeah. But one of them in the council was like, I think, you know, when they said we need to exterminate all the homes or all the humans. And the other, the, one of them on the council says, I don't know, I don't think this is going to end up being a good idea. Because they weren't, they were starting to suspect that maybe the humans were intelligent. Right. Um, they had killed a, an alien. Yeah. The humans, they mob attack. They mob, yeah, they all like banded together. Him. Yeah, and they had some uh, lines with hooks, treble hooks, and they hooked onto him, pulled him down and killed him. It looked like they were eating him, too. You know, they would... <laughs> the other one ran. Ran like a coward. Ran like a bitch. Yeah, I was Didn't like... Didn't even the, fucking try to save the Yeah, dude. we were like... We cracked yeah. up at that. We were just like, yeah, good luck with that, bye. Yeah. <laughs> and he, like, runs away. They deserved it, though. They were stomping on people. They saw... Yeah, they squished they a go, bunch of the humans. Kill the whole infestation. They start fucking... And they squish, squish, squish. Squish, squish, squish. Yeah, like, yeah. like they were bugs. Yeah. Like they were bugs. Yeah, and all the human males ran up. Okay, bitches, they fucking... Because they had They're been like, killing oh, these step, animals. Step on my friend. They killed this animal. It was kind of like a dragon. It had big bat wings on it. And it yeah. And it had an anteater tongue. It was, yeah. It was, it, was, it was killing them in their hives, sucking up all the people. They ended yeah. up killing it. Now, to the, compared to, the, to, to an alien, it was only maybe like the size of a pelican. 
Right. But to 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 a human, it was huge, like like a dragon. Yeah. So that kind of like got them, because they all worked together. Yeah. And like brought down this big, huge, right, flying creature. So yeah. they were like, oh well, I guess we can. You know what I mean? This, you know, if we work together, we can like fight against yeah. it because they were like super tiny. And when they found a rocket factory, I thought they were going to make rockets as weapons, but they didn't. They made them as uh, to get the travel. fuck off the. They were yeah. getting the fuck out of there. They, they they went they went further away on that planet, and they were come. They were, it must have been able to communicate with them somehow. Yeah, they didn't really detail that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They there's somehow, there's a lot more that needed to be. Like, yeah, somehow they were able to contact. The aliens that lived on that planet work out, negotiate a peace with them. Yeah. Because the thing about it was that the implication that I got from some of the stuff that they said, because they had, you know, the, the drugs had their, you know, council or whatever, where they were all like have meetings and they would argue about what they were going to do about the ohm infestation and all of that kind of stuff. And I thought the impression that, or the impression that I got was that they were in the habit of going to other planets and like collecting other species yeah. and bringing them back to their planet for slaves or whatever, you know, for whatever reason. Yeah. So, so the planet they were on, that wasn't, you know, they, at some point in the past, they had gone to earth yeah. and taken the remaining humans and brought them back to Egon. Yeah. They, they had the pictures of, of earth. Yeah. And it was post-apocalyptic. Yeah. Just destroyed cities and shit. The re just remains of buildings here and there. And they weren't sure what made them. They didn't think humans made them. Yeah, because they thought humans were dummies. Yeah. Because that's all they knew of, because they were, like, super tiny, and, yeah. the, you know, they were feral, and, like I said, they just kind they of kept talk. them as pets and put them in, like, little yeah, so ridiculous they, so circuits out So they must have been Stone Age when the aliens found them. Yeah, maybe so. Maybe it had, like, reverted. Yeah. Because they don't really... I mean, maybe the book says, but I don't think they even, like, say well, what year this is supposed to be, or... Well, that lines up with Battlefield Earth. Yeah. Um, kinda. When you first meet the humans in that story, they're already basically, basically savages. Um, but I think, if I remember correctly, in that story, yeah, in that story, the, the, the Cyclos destroyed human civilization in a couple of days. And then they reverted to being savages. Then they used them as slave labor. Yeah. So, not quite the same idea. But when... But when the uh, when the humans free themselves from the cyclos, they they're on Earth, and they're going to um, bombed out, destroyed places, and getting old jets, bringing them back, you know, rebuilding them and stuff. Even though I think it was had been centuries, none of that shit would still be usable. But it's a movie, you know. Yeah, you don't really want it. You, a jet can't sit there for two hundred years; it'll just fall apart. Yeah, and that's you know, I I guess you could say the same with this, but. Because I don't know how long it had been there either, but this is alien technology, so yeah. I'm not too worried about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, Danny says, any known famous people in this flick? No. This no, is there's a, no people in this flick. There's no people in this flick. It's animated. It's animated, yeah. Um, and I don't know if any famous French people did the original voiceovers, um, so it's possible. A lot of it's narrated. Yeah. French narrated a lot of lot, subtitles. It's from, like, Ter's point of view. He's yeah. talking about what There's happened. There's not a lot of dialogue in it, and that's actually pretty good. Yeah. It's it's very visual. It's showing you yeah. what it's about. Pretty cool. It Now, it is dated, all right? But it has a lot of in, innovative ideas. It's, it was kind of... 
Especially, I didn't realize that the story had been written in the 50s. Yeah. For the 50s, it's pretty well fleshed out. I'd probably put it on par with almost approaching Dune. Yeah. There's a lot of details. They have names for things. And uh, the drags, they talked about their... They had a religion. They were real spiritual. And um, they weren't able to meditate until they reached a certain age. And they had to go. That's why, you know, the, the girl that owned the little main character... One day she uh, got old enough to uh, basically to pray. They sent her yeah. to some place. It, it's just kind of a weird. And then they were showing technology. I didn't understand what it did. It looked like it, three guys sitting on a chair and they blended together somehow yeah. into one. And then it got, I think they got reju- rejuvenated. But it didn't explain it. Yeah, they didn't really explain like what they were doing with all this meditation. Yeah. Um, maybe it was its own reward. Yeah. But that was like definitely part of their culture big time. Yeah. It's like it really didn't seem like they had any kind of industry or anything like that. I think no. they did on other planets, at least according to what they were saying in the meetings and stuff. But I think that they, like I said, I think they went around to other planets and got other species to like work as slave labor, essentially. Yeah. That was the impression that I got. They had little tools that could make things. Yeah. They didn't need factories. Kind of yeah. like, like Star Trek replicas. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. So basically all they did, like their most important thing, was like sitting around meditating yeah. and being like all psychedelic and shit. There's one scene where uh, Tear, they uh, strip him naked. And the girls strip him naked to, to give him some clothes. You know, because the, the clothes he had on were pet clothes. They were ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> it's like something a little girl would dress on a fucking poodle or something. <laughs> They strip him naked and they're like oogling him and fucking giggling and shit. And these uh, four or five of these things that look kind of like snails went up on him and started spinning spinning clothes right on him. It was kind of a cool idea. Yeah. The animals made him some clothes. Yeah, they were like these little yeah these little kind of ball shaped creatures and they had like all this kind of like red foam coming yeah, out their mouth like they were like burr, 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 burr. silk was flying out of them. Yeah, so it's like they're kind of like silkworms, I guess. But they... yeah, and then once he had some clothes, the gr- then five girls fucking. Grabbed him and ran off with him and jumped on his dick. <laughs> I mean, we're assuming. We're assuming. <laughs> That's were, what it looked like. They were like, yeah, they Come were like, on. they like the new guy. They went to go try him out. He's the new guy. Go yeah. try the new guy out. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what that was. Yeah. <laughs> Danny said, How did Tom come across this film? I saw it on I saw it on television when I was a kid. Yeah. This is a fairly, I don't know if I'd say famous, but in. In experimental animation in certain, like, film circles, it has a Criterion collection yeah. uh, version and everything like that. So I kind of feel like people that know a lot about, adult like, adult animation, like, have heard of it. It's fairly famous. But, um, yeah, Tom had seen it. In I California had, on television. Yeah, I, I had heard of it. I had just yeah. never got around. And, like, I kept seeing it. I think I kept seeing it pop up on HBO Max or whatever. And it's just kind of like, man, I really wanted to see that because I've been hearing about it and you had seen it before and you thought it was pretty cool. So. It's probably about 75, 76. Yeah. In California, they played it on television. And it kind of disturbed me because I couldn't understand it. Yeah, it's, it was it's not it's really a, for kids. It's No, it's not. No. It's not. I mean, I don't think there... Well, I was going to say there's nothing in it that's super traumatic. Like, it's not quite as... It didn't. It wouldn't have upset me. I don't think as much as like Watership Down did, like with all the fighting and blood and everything. Yeah, like I loved that. that one. I saw. I it did the, too. I saw that in the theater. But I'm just saying that this one, a little kid could. I don't know. Like a little kid just might think it was cool because of like all the visuals and stuff. But there is some upsetting stuff in it, like genocide and stuff like that. But it's not. I don't know. I don't know if I'd let a kid watch it, but maybe they wouldn't understand what was going on because it's so fucking weird. It's a weird movie. 
It's one of the weirdest animated films. That you I've have to be about seen. ten to watch this movie. I think probably yeah. Yeah, probably yeah. But like I said, it does have some. But there's no like it's not like heavy metal where it's just kind of yeah. like where it's super like drugs and sex where it's super sexual and like lots of drugs and stuff like i said there's titties but they're not sexualized no it's just the way that you would like they call tribal nudity right it's tribal nudity is basically what it is it's not like for no (laughs) for pornographic purposes no victor says watership down was scary as fuck it was i read the book too but yeah, I remember seeing that when I was a kid, and I was like, "Holy fucking shit!" That was a great. That was a great. Uh, it's really good, yeah. Yeah, they had their version of the Great Spirit, their version of God, Bunny Rabbit God. Yeah, that was a cool idea. Well, yeah, I mean, that's what if if yeah. Bunny Rabbits had a religion, of course, their, their God their would God also be a Bunny, be a bunny rabbit. rabbit. Yeah, that's true of any animal. Yeah, and they were finding these different kind of warrants. One of them was these spooky motherfuckers that were just odd and weird. You know, had a veil of doom over them. And it's because they weren't they weren't free. Remember that? They were being fed by the farmer and being yeah. snared. So they, they were food. Yeah. That was a weird one. And then the other one was a totalitarian warren. Remember that? Yep. Where the leader had enslaved all the females. Yeah. And he had, Typical. Yeah, they were a bunch of national socialists, basically. They were Nazi rabbits. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a good one, yeah. Yeah, that's a, so. I I feel like there's kind of a long tradition of these of animated films like for adults yeah. being these kind of like political allegories. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because this one definitely is. But like I said, it's broad enough that you could kind of read it in a lot of different ways. It's a pretty general, you know, anti-totalitarian thing. But yeah. you, like I said, a pretty like human rights, animal rights stuff like that. Just in the sense that the humans are being treated as pets or being treated as an inferior species and so they're trying to because of the reversal <clears throat> you know the, yeah and the character is not a holier than thou type character that was designed to uh you know what i mean be some paradigm of virtue he fucks up too i mean he he's a damn pet and they're making him fight other humans and one of the humans that he's fighting is an old man dressed yeah. up as a as a dad as a pet yeah. as a pet and the old man doesn't fight he starts fucking trying to sing but he can't speak so he's just making his weird singing sound and uh the main character fucking loses it and beats his ass for that noise he's like shut the fuck up yeah 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 <laughs> remember yeah. before that like so, two of the drugs had their pets who were yeah. female ohms and they had their long hair tied, tied together, together. Make them fight each other. And making them fight each other so they're like that because yeah. their hair was like that. Yeah. So the humans in it, including the main characters, have savagery in them and, and ignorance, which that, that adds kind of a element of legitimacy or realism to the tale. You know what I mean? They're not Mary Sue's or anything. And I feel like yeah. they don't, because <clears throat> even Tear, who's the main character and does a lot of the narration, yeah. you don't, this isn't a super character-driven piece. It's more, yeah. like I said, it's allegorical. So I guess, like, the characters aren't as important as what they represent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you don't really get to know him as a character. You don't really, you know what I mean? He's just kind of like a stand-in for an idea, sort of. Yeah. I, that's kind of the feeling that I got. Yeah. And like I said, it's a pretty short movie, too, so they didn't have time to do, like, a lot of character development. Well, they wanted you to know that Terror started out in a place of ignorance. Yeah. He didn't know what was going on. He was an animal. Yeah. It, it, he didn't... He didn't get better or become kind of heroic until he had an education. He got that by stealing it. Yeah. Through, from that headband. 
and that's kind of where he became civilized. Yeah, and so, then he took it to everyone else. To, yeah, he brought it to everybody to kind else. of free them. Yeah. Which that's that's better. Nowadays, if they were to write that story, they would write him as a good guy from the very beginning. He didn't do anything wrong. Nah, he started off as a savage. Well, he didn't know any better. He didn't know any better, right? Yeah, he didn't right. know any better, right? Which you know, that's kind of yeah, because he was picked up. His mom died when he was a baby, and then yeah. he just he was just raised by drugs. He yeah, he didn't have any human contact. Right, like he never he didn't see humans until later. Mm. But how interesting though that he still had the tenacity to leave. I mean, I guess he knew because of all the information that he had got from the headband. He, he knew, knew wild He knew that there were wild humans out yeah. there, so he thought, oh, well, I'm going to go be with my own yeah. kind, I guess. Yeah. So. Well, she, his owner was losing interest in him because she was getting older. Yeah. So he wasn't as interesting anymore. Only a matter of time before they flushed his ass down the toilet. Yeah, like like the baby alligators. Like you do, like you do with baby alligators. <laughs> <laughs> then they grow to giant size yeah. in the sewers. Well, she's done with him. You know what I mean? That's... Yeah, they were just yeah, you flesh just like you do the goldfish yeah. or whatever, like that, which is horrible. Yeah, and you would think like all the pets would be like young people. No, some of them were old because they they age, they age. We age at a much faster rate than the drags did. Yeah, the drags did so, like you know, some of the people they were having, like they were having fights with some. It was like old dude, an old man, like, like an old man who couldn't even speak. You know, he didn't have any education or anything. Yeah, but they just kept him as a pet, and he's like, yeah. hey, we could fight other ones, like it's, you know what I mean? Yeah, but he wasn't a fighter. He was like skinny. Yeah. You know, you know? Just a skinny old man. They were just putting random pets together and trying to get them to fight. Yeah, because there were kids doing it. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's just like the same way that kids would mm-hmm. just thoughtlessly try to get turtles to fight. Right. Or something like that. You know, it's it's it's, it's kind of the same mentality yeah. as like kids that like burn ants. You know, with the yeah. with the magnifying glass. Oh yeah, shit like that. I used to set them on fire. Yeah, put my brother did. My brother did the that. The whole too. mound. My brother did that. Try too. to wipe out the whole mound. Put gasoline on it. Set them on fire. I never did that. Yeah, but my brother used to burn them with a magnifying glass, though. Yeah, he used to burn up the try to burn up the ant mounds, which is kind of fucked up. I mean, I know they're just nah. Ants, you, you're gonna use you're gonna use them. You're gonna use poison anyway. True, but you know, just they were in the backyard, you know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You fall in there, and they all yeah. start stinging you. Yeah, red like, ants and shit. Yeah. All right, so um, you ready to wrap it up? Mm-hmm. I guess. All right. So we're gonna go have something to eat, and uh, yep. and then, so Wednesday night's show is gonna be a good one. Yeah, this is gonna we're finally gonna talk about Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, um, because Tom's been wanting to do a show about that. You guys asked about it. Yeah, and like I said, it won in the poll last week, but Tom wasn't here, so I'm, I pushed it back to this week. So we're gonna do that. So uh, we asked. I watched the Netflix docu series about him, but they put up one about what's her face too, Elaine Maxwell. Elaine Maxwell. They put up one about her. So if you want to, wa- if we want to watch both of those, we can watch one tonight and one tomorrow night. Okay. We'll see how that goes. But yeah, so that should be a fun show. It'll probably go on for hours and hours. I'm sure. <laughs> there's a lot. It's a lot of information. You know what I mean? It's kind of hard, and there's a lot of information about yeah. it out there, so it's kind of hard to distill it. And I'm, I'm going to be skeptical of the information we're going to be getting through these uh, fucking the, the, these fucking mainstream sources because you know they censored that shit. You know they're going to because they got to protect their own in there. 
Yeah. It's just what they want us to know. Right. But yeah. yeah, so that'll be the show on Wednesday, and that should be a lot of fun. But yeah, so uh, thanks for dropping by this evening. Like I said, this movie is, if you like animated films, like for adults and stuff like that, this came out in the 70s, and it's pretty fucking weird. One of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Very trippy. Um, I think we watched it on HBO Max. It might have been Amazon Prime, but I'm pretty sure it was HBO Max, but that's where I saw it. So maybe you can find it streaming elsewhere if you want to see it. But yeah, uh, it's pretty good, and I recommend it. So we will see you guys again on Wednesday night. Thank you for dropping by. Remember to like and all of that kind of stuff, and we'll see you again on Wednesday.